Sometimes you gotta go back to actually move forward. I don't mean all the way back to dental school. Let's face it, that was an awful experience. But when it's all said and done, you still have questions. That's what Paul and Justin are here for. To answer your questions as your dental business mentors. What's up, everybody? Dr. Justin here with Dr. Paul E. Paul, what up, bud? What's happening? I'm excited to do this one. You, Justin promised me he would start this one with some like clickbaity, like advertising sounding like lines. Hey, everybody. For those of you listening, have any of you ever experienced your dentist sliding things into your schedule that was going so yes. well that day? I have. Is collections an issue in your practice? Oh, it's the biggest. What would twice the new patients in your practice do for you? How would that change your life? That sounds amazing. <laughs> I'm not good at salesy stuff, man. I'm too straight up. Everybody is on the edge of their seats. They're like, what the hell are they going to talk about today? So if you're asking that right now, I will tell you what we're about to talk about. We have a package of 12 pills for $12.99. Take this and you'll be the business owner you've always wanted to be, right? And supplies are running out, guys. No, we're, we're talking about how do I maintain a happy, productive team. How do I keep the team happy and productive and engaged and and woo-woo, like that sort of stuff? This is a culture episode. We're talking about culture. I hope we didn't let anyone down with all that, like all those questions. They were getting really excited and then they're just like, oh. Okay. Everyone can go in two and a half times if they feel like it. Yeah. (laughs) And you know what? If you don't like it, this episode's only 10 minutes and it's going to be gold. Justin's going to drop some gold. Justin, go. (laughs) Give us the gold. We need All it. right, guys. So this is obviously a common thing, right? And for those of you that haven't experienced this, you probably have some great team members or you're suffering from delusion, one or the other. So let's say let's say you got a great team. Wonderful. You've obviously done a great job building this and nothing fails like success. So you keep those things going. You continue to keep a pulse on, on these things. You keep doing what you're doing and share it with the rest of the world. For those of you that aren't feeling that way and you feel like your team could have a little more oomph or like connectedness, and then let's get down to the the micro on this. Okay, so part one of this, let's assume in this case, because I don't want to jump down the look in the mirror, and how's your leadership, and did you train them, have you communicated, you know, I don't want to go down all that, okay, because let's just assume that you've done everything you can, and team members are just not feeling it, okay? Let's go with that. So part one, team members generally feel pretty good, feel fulfilled, if their work and home life is going well, okay? How many times do you have somebody whose work life is generally pretty good? However, when they go home, it's not the best. Maybe they have too many kids, an unsupportive spouse. Maybe they're having someone in their family is having health issues. They have a life just like everybody else. And I think that's where we need to have maximum empathy. We talked about empathy in other episodes. But that's how I try to lead. I try to think, look, if someone's not happy in this practice and I'm doing everything I can, this is clearly maybe a them issue outside of practice issue, which leads me to the point that if you genuinely and sincerely appreciate your team members, if you're genuinely connected with them and you have regular conversations with them, these things come up organically, right? They come up when yeah. you have a regular meeting cadence with your team members. They come up when you stop by and you say, hey, look, I noticed over the last week that you seemed off. You're just not feeling as engaged or up as you normally are. Like if everything's good, great. Maybe I I misread it, but I just want to make sure that you feel supported. We know that you're off. And if there's anything we can do, let us know. That type of conversation 
if you mean it, <laughs> right? Like it helps if, you, if mean you mean it. it, it helps if you mean it. So if you mean it and you are really there to support them, then, you know, cut them some slack, right? For a little bit. If it's a chronic issue that's ongoing, well, maybe you just hired the wrong person. Goes back to, do we have the right people coming to the practice in the first place? You know, what do we, what questions do we ask when we interview them? These are things that we won't go down in the rabbit hole of, but sizing people up in the beginning and understanding who they are is important. Then setting the expectations for them is also important. Like I see far too often people hire folks into the practice. They tell them that, you know, this is a great place to work. Here's your, here's your wages, here's your benefits. Here's what you're going to do. This is what you're going to be focused on. This is our culture. We love everybody. And then they show up and 90 days later, they're totally in turmoil because there was a missing piece. They were not adequately trained to deal with the volume of the practice. So they're generally stressed out. Why are they unhappy? What's the root cause of that? Is it because the practice sucks? You suck? Not really. It's because they don't have training. And when they don't have training, they feel uneducated, unprepared, like a failure, like they can't do anything right. And guess what the rest of the team around them is doing? They're trying their best to piece it together. But all they're doing is like, no, 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 we do it like this. We do it like that. The person just can't get it right. So I think the root cause of most unhappy, unengaged team members goes like this. Number one, it's a leadership related issue, whether that be yourself, the leads in the teams. Number two, it's a lack of regular meeting cadence to discuss goals, how you're going to get there, why you're going there. Okay. That's all tied to mission, your values. That's all tied to the direction you're going in. Clarity of vision is huge. You need to have a clear vision in order to ensure that team members are going to understand what to expect of this practice. Where are we headed? What are we doing? And how do I fit into this equation? The other portion of it is, are you guys taking aside time to actually help the team members connect with one another? Are you providing educational opportunities for team members? Do you know what's actually important to a team member? For one team member, they may be upset because they lack training. For another, that may be that, hey, they really thought that by joining your practice, they would be able to move through the ranks over a couple of years and maybe get a better position within the company or within your practice because they are ambitious, they're hungry, they want more, but you can't provide more. So unhappiness and lack of engagement is just a symptom. My tooth hurts, it's aching, it's throbbing. Well, what's the issue? You got to go in there and do some tests to figure it out, understand the root cause, explain to the patient what the consequence of the root cause is, and then deal with it by putting a solution into place. So you have to identify the problem. And for those of you saying, who the heck has the time to do this? Well, I don't think you, it necessarily has to be you if you have a very large practice. I think you are the one who leads by example by treating your core team like that. That core team then treats the other folks like that and you hold them to that expectation. You're leading by example. Figure out why that is. And the easiest way to do is to sit down and talk to them. Say, look, Clearly, I don't feel like you're happy here. It's it's clear. It's written on your face. And I feel terrible because really, I want to have happy, engaged team members. And I want to know what's going on. And if it's personal, don't worry about it. We don't got to talk about it. But if it's something happening here in these four walls, and I know that I could do something about it, or I know we could put in a system to solve this problem and improve people's fulfillment, joy, etc., that's what we want to do. So what is it? And you're going to get people who have clear answers, and that's wonderful. And then you're going to have people with vague answers, and that's terrible. Last point is just remember that it's not always something that you can deal with. This could be just a person that is generally like that, and you may have to let them go, okay? 
I'm trying to give you a variety of things to think about here because I don't know where you are in this processor journey now, who you are, what you do, how you've approached it. So hopefully sprinkling those things in there for you, giving you some tangible stuff, you know, is helpful just depending on the stage of the journey you're at. Yeah, totally. Just to build on that, just a few things that I thought about while you were talking was bringing great energy as a leader, just doing your best. I mean, sometimes I'm going to be honest, sometimes I don't want to go to work. Is that okay, Justin? Is it okay that I don't want to go to work? 100%. <laughs> so sometimes you got to take that deep breath and you just got to fake it. And then like, I feel like when I get in there on my really bad days, once I start moving, I'm, I'm feeling better. But I, I try to bring enthusiasm everywhere I go. And I will say like one thing that I noticed about like when we shut down for COVID and then we came back for COVID, but nobody could could do anything. It's so weird. Like I see like there's a commercial on TV and it shows like the grandparents meeting their new grandson through like a back patio door. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh, I forgot that it was like that. You know, one thing I noticed when we went through that shutdown is we we do a lot of like get togethers, like go out after meetings. I have a barbecue every year. We, we like our parties, our get togethers. And and we just didn't do that for a long time. And I really felt like you could feel it. You could just feel we weren't as connected as a team as as we were in the past. And I'm just, I'm so excited that we're doing it again. We got a reschedule from our Christmas party coming up in April. And everyone's so excited about it. And we're after meetings, we're all going to the bar and getting food and having some drinks. And I just can't tell you, it's palpable when your people get together and they like each other. But I think you as a leader, you have to facilitate that. And I'll tell you, like after our meetings, we have a quarterly meeting three, four times a year. Sometimes it's three times a year, but I don't know why we call it a quarterly. But anyway, it's an all-day meeting, and we'll meet from 8 to 1, and then from 1 to 4, I pay everybody to go hang out with each other. And that, that might be crazy. Like, why would you do that? But I think it's worth it. I think it's money well spent. And then the last thing that I, I wanted to say was just celebrate the wins. Like, if you get a five-star review, share it with everybody. If we have a patient that you really change, like, do something for them. They were super scared, and you got them to go forward with treatment. They had a great experience. Share that with everyone, because I think a lot of the people in the front – they don't get to see that impact that we're having. And I think it's, you need to vocalize that, whether that be a group Facebook page or a Slack page or just bringing up these little special instances at meetings. What I do is I'll just put it in my phone. If we get a great five-star review, I post it on our Slack page. I just what you want to remind people, why are we doing this? What is, what is this worth? Because we do make a difference in people's lives. It just gets hard to kind of remember that. Sometimes we take it for granted. So those are just the three little tidbits I would add on that. And anything you want to cap this off, Justin, last 40 seconds here? You no, know, I think that's great. I think you've kind of put a ribbon on that one. I think there's a lot of little pearls in here for people to focus on it. And I think really we can summarize this as like lead by example, communicate well and foster good communication with the team and do that consistently. And that generally at least gives you a pulse on everything so you can you can understand what's happening and you can implement the appropriate solutions. Awesome. Last question before we head out. If I am sitting in my car and I don't want to go to work, do you recommend deep breath or screaming? <laughs> Depends on how much pain and suffering you're feeling that morning, man. <laughs> the deep breath doesn't cut it sometimes, bro. <laughs> you heard it from the man himself. All right. We'll talk to you guys next time. <laughs>